Hello and welcome to episode 11 of MIG-1 Talks Crap. You guys know who I am. I'm Miguel, a.k.a. MIG-1, a.k.a. Miguelus Majesticus, as some of you may already know. I'm here to talk to you about something kind of serious today. As you can tell from my tone of my voice, I'm not going to be joking around because I think it needs to be said with a little bit more serious tone. We're going to talk about profiling here on episode 11. I've been a subject of this most of my life. I grew up in the 70s. 80s, 90s, obviously, <laughs> and dealing with it now. And quite honestly, I have to say this is probably the worst time as me as an individual. I, uh, as a young man, had blinders on. I was raised a certain way by my parents. I believe everybody was good, friends with everybody. Anglos, African-Americans, Hispanics, you name it. I was friends with Chinese. I was friends with all of them. Didn't, didn't have any, uh, you know, regrets or angers toward any particular race at all. Even while in high school, junior high, uh, even though I was being ignored and treated a certain way, I didn't pay no attention to it because I had my friends and everything else and they made life enjoyable. Well, as I got older, I guess you could say I kind of noticed it more. And after a rough time in my life where some bad stuff happened to me, a lot of things changed. Now, you guys heard this story once before, but if you haven't listened to previous episodes, this will be your first time hearing this. Uh, I was profiled back in the day at a grocery store with my sister and my cousins, and we pretty much got escorted out in an ugly way. We got talked to in a derogatory way because being we're all Hispanic. Um, as some of you remember from that previous episode of that, that situation I've talked about, I had a good job. I was working in an office. I uh, came back dressed up in my suit and everything else, and... Uh, I talked to the manager of the look at that grocery store and got the security guard removed. Um, it was, you know, it was terrible. Uh, and this guy thought just because I was wearing basketball shorts and a shirt or a jersey, actually, and some sandals that I was just being trashy and I was garbage. Well, that wasn't the case. But more or less, it was it wasn't, you know, he didn't really say racist terms, but it was how he was saying it. And he was using racial terms, I guess you could say. He wasn't calling me spick or anything else like that. He was just being very derogatory. Uh, And he was just being very ugly and quite rude. So that happened then. As I've grown up and I've gone through the years, I've been pulled over by the police a couple times uh, in different locations, different states, believe it or not. And a few times, you know... (laughs) And obviously, everybody's going to get a ticket for speeding here and there or whatnot or messing up and running a light not knowing or, or running a stop sign or not coming to a complete stop. Everybody's human. We make those mistakes, obviously. But I'd been pulled over a couple times in my life, and there was no valid reason. Now, obviously, getting pulled over for a uh, burnout taillight, that's understandable. But approaching the man from his car like he's some kind of criminal, like he's carrying 740s, 740 AK-7s in there or a machine gun or a bazooka, is ridiculous. Um, the way the officer approached my car, he had a hand on my side of my car, and he was approaching it slowly, and had his hand on his gun already, unstrapped, and his gun was already half out. I'm like, I've done nothing for you to assume this. I was in a decent area. I was coming out of my house in my car. The other windows were tinted, but they were not illegal tints, so you could see in. Uh clearly see that I had a wife and a daughter in the car with me. It didn't matter to this man. 
Uh, because when he approached the car, he asked me, ma'am, are you and your daughter okay? And it took him a while before he actually got to the car because apparently he must have been running the plates and made comments like, sir, this car is not registered to you. Like, how do you even know? You haven't even asked me my name. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It really was. Um, pretty much it was a Hispanic male with two white hostages in the car, basically, as I was being treated. Uh, never alone that there was my wife and my daughter. And after that went down, my wife pretty much had some words for him. Uh, and he didn't even apologize to me, didn't do nothing. He just continued talk, derogatory, talking down to me, actually. Like, like, what are you doing with a white woman and a white daughter? You shouldn't be. You should be within your own race. Pretty much is kind of how he talked to me. And, of course, I couldn't do a damn thing about it because, you know, you, you try to buck up or you try to tell them something and then they want to slap the handcuffs on you or then they want to pistol whip you and take you to jail and come up with some kind of crap. Oh, he was resisting arrest or he was being violent or outburst or he was disrupting public, you know, whatever. They'll make up some bullshit. So I couldn't do anything. I was pretty much angered and very upset. And there was a time after that that I went to Tennessee and we're passing through a bunch of other states. Uh, but there's one particular state I got pulled over. And after I had stopped, like I literally stopped and then switched drivers. It was my turn to drive. I got in the driver's seat and we took off. I swear to you, we may have not even gone maybe half a click. And the cop pulls us over. I'm like, where did he come from? And uh, we had stopped close to a tr- uh, rest area, but it was on the other side of it. And then we, you know, this one, before when we stopped to change, that is, the drivers. And then he pulled us over, like, almost immediately. He approaches the car. Again, hand on the side. This one was hand on the pistol, hand on the side. Where are you going, boy? Boy? I'm 29, 30 years old, bro. I ain't no boy. But it's like, what are you, what are you up to, boy? What you doing out here? Uh, you know why I stopped you? I'm like, no, sir, I do not. Well, you over that stop over there, and I know the stops have been a lot of stuff going on in these stops, and making sure you ain't got no drugs and no hookers. Or, I was like, officer, no, it was my turn to drive. If you look in the car, it's my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, and my wife. We're on our way to a funeral. There are no narcotics in this vehicle or anything like that. All we did was switch for me to drive. Watch your tone, boy. I'm like, what the hell? Officer, I'm just merely explaining whatever. So I just, I didn't say anything else again. I let it go. He goes, all right, you guys are okay to go. I was like, detained for no reason at all. Talked to like an idiot for no reason at all. And I'm like, what in Jesus' name did I deserve that for? And why the hell is he calling me boy? And even when I left, he says, y'all drive safe, boy. I'm like, what the hell? I looked at my wife, I looked at my father-in-law who had woke up. And my mother-in-law was like, I just can't believe that just happened. So that kind of bothered me for a little bit. <clears throat> so that was another instance. So profiling, when you get profiled by people uh, you work with, and I've had people look at me, what I work with, and they literally throw themselves up against the wall, say, don't bump into me or touch me. It's like, oh, I touched the Mexican. Oh, first of all, and here's the reason why I never let it really bother me. I am from the United States of America, sir. I was born here in the state of Texas. My mom and dad were born in the state of Texas. Their moms and dads were born in the state of Texas. And their moms and moms and dads were born in the state of Texas. You can trace my family back to Texas. Obviously, we, I know the situation about Hispanics. 
But if you go further beyond that, I mean, that's like, what, two, three, four, five generations? That's when you find out where the interesting stuff comes out of. Yeah, I have some relatives that come in from Mexico, but I also have some relatives that come from Spain. And here's the shocker. I actually have a little Irish background, too. Of course, that weeded out as it went down further down the line, but that was interesting. I don't even know how that came into play, but it did. So I thought that was kind of cool. So, you know, I never really took any part of anything else because I always thought of myself as an American. Well, you know, a lot of people have suffered profiling. I'm not the only one. I had a friend of mine just suffered profiling, an African-American, and he got arrested. And no valid reason. It was really stupid. And it was just terrible. It's like, oh, we just want just the way you look and what you think you're up to no good. And yeah, we're going to lock you up for a couple of days. I'm like, that is just terrible. So I understand that. Profiling can happen to everyone. Hispanic, African-American, white guy, Jewish guy, Asian, it doesn't matter. You can all be profiled a certain way at a certain time. I mean, I can go into a grocery store anywhere here in Houston or anywhere else and get people to look at me. I can go to a store that's predominantly occupied by mostly black people and I'll get looks, but I don't get those crazy looks. I honestly can say I've been into a couple of stores that predominantly Hispanic and I, I felt a little bit more uncomfortable in that store. Obviously, because I'm married to a white woman and have white children who are half-breeds and whatnot. So, it's like, we're Americans and whatnot, and yet my wife will get crap for being married to me. By my race. And my race will give me crap like, oh, you couldn't find a Hispanic woman good enough for you? Now, you think that's funny. But that actually happened to me when I was in high school. I actually literally got jumped because I wasn't going to date a Hispanic girl. It's crazy. Not within my high school, but it happened outside of my high school. So it was it was just it was just wild. Um, but you know what? Down the road, I eventually did date a Hispanic woman. It was just I wasn't interested in any ones I went to school with. It was crazy. But uh, you know, it's how life you know life is just weird. So this whole profiling stuff has really gotten worse now that we are in the state that we're in now. Yes, I know people are trying to cross the border and everything else. I'm not going to try to get political. But, you know, not everybody that crosses the border is a criminal. And not everybody that comes across from the other side, excuse me, like from Europe and all that, via plane or whatever, or just a visit or whatnot, aren't innocent either. I mean, you go down the list and there's all kinds of killers and whatnot all over the place. So they're not just all Hispanics, sir. So to send 10,000, 12,000, however many troops we're sending down to Mexico... To stop this massive insertion of people coming into the country is crazy to me. Yeah, I understand we don't need crazy people in here, but, you know, it's just wild. And then you hear them say something, something be said along the lines, if, they're th- if rocks are get thrown at them, they have the right to shoot. So now they're no better than those people that were down there at the water, at the border of water, right down there in Texas, shooting people trying to cross the river to get into Texas. Actually, literally shooting people with guns and bullets and killing. I don't understand this world. This world has gone crazy now. You know, I understand people wanting to come to America because they've got a better chance. And we just look at this, some of this stuff. Some of these jobs these people work, no one here wants to do them. No one wants to really be a janitor. No one really wants to take out trash or pick up garbage on the road. No one wants to be in construction building roads out in the middle of the heat. A lot of us don't want to do those jobs. They take them. So why are we, I don't understand. It, it really bothers me. 
And I may be a little naive. You guys may think I'm an idiot. But I, I try to th- try to look at the good things in life. Yeah, bad things have happened to me and my family. I've had some people rob and do some crap to my family and the people almost do a drive-by on me. So I've been through it. So I've seen the good, the bad, and I've seen it all. But I can't live that way believing that this is, you know, what's going on. Now I'm also concerned the fact that I have a grandson who is half white, half brown. And I'm fearful as he gets up and goes, grows older to this world that he's going to be treated worse. I mean, I have a son the same way. And, well, he's got good skin, but I'm just worried that I won't be around to help my grandson. I won't be a young man anymore. So this profiling stuff really has gotten out of control. And I honestly, I don't know what the hell we're doing. So, you know, we need to stop this mess. And I don't... Everybody says that you're looking at it the wrong way or it's not really happening. Yeah, you don't know until it actually happens to you. And then you can come talk to me. When you've had some people that you know and or it happens to you specifically, then you'll understand. And if it happens to a child of yours, then you'll know what I'm saying. So all I would love if this world that we could just get over this hatred and crap that we see that's happening now i know it's not going to happen I can wishful think but profiling is really terrible i have a friend of mine who's in who's in japan he gets profiled because he's not japanese so there's profiling everywhere it's just some people are taking it to the extreme now where they're wanting to hit people or sue people or put people in jail or kill people. Like that crazy woman who claimed the little boy touched her butt and it was the backpack. He never touched her. But yeah, she had some kind of vicious rant and she's on the, on the street talking about how she was sexually harassed, calling 911 and everything else. Well, video and everything else proved that she was crazy and she was wrong. And then more came out from the owner, basically, of the store saying, yeah, she has problems. And then more came out and she issued a Twitter apology on Twitter. But by then she had been pretty much reamed a whole new one now there's another one of another lady complaining about stuff get over it you know america is a melting pot every man every woman is supposed to be created equal so they use morons that think you're the masters or you're the kings or you're the number one race or it doesn't matter what race you are white black brown asian who cares it doesn't matter if any one of these people within your own race think you're number one and you're supposed to be the master race, then you're an idiot. I'm sorry. We're all created equal. We're all equal human beings. And I guarantee you, those of you that continue your bad ways may not get it here on earth. But if you are very any kind of spiritual, you're going to feel it then. So, guys, I hope you enjoy my talk on profiling here. I didn't try to go too long on it. I just wanted to talk a little bit about it because it is bothering me a little bit and like i said I, I worry for my kids my grandkids myself and my family now so let's heal america let's get back to the way we're supposed to be i mean we need to be a, america needs to be a big family not some divided hatred warmonger third world type place so this is your boy miguel signing off here hope you enjoyed my episode on profiling. And again, remember, this is my opinion and how it's affected me. Everyone else has their own opinion of how it's going down. So you may not agree what I have to say. 
If I offended, I apologize. But again, I just wanted to give you my perspective from it since I've lived through it, gone through it, and gone through it again, and watching children go through it now. So I wish everybody a great evening, a good day, and I'm going to sign out now. But before I go, on a positive note, let me invite you over to listen to my friend's podcast on Anchor, Tokyo Munchies. Kyle, Tokyo Munchies. Uh, you can get anything you need from him from tokyomunchies.ticktail.com. And you can also follow his new adventures now as I won't describe who it is, but there's Bat Aussie. He's running around doing all kinds of things. You can catch it on MIG1 Talks Crap on the website, on Twitter, or even also on Tokyo Munchies. So you guys remember to, to listen to me on Anchor, listen to me on Podbean, listen to me anywhere. Leave me a review. Give me some advice, anything else you want to hear me rant about. Uh, and I will be glad to do what I can. Thanks, guys. Always enjoy talking with you.